Snipers, you have to see what's happening in the Bitcoin price right now. As check this out. Somebody asked me, Naeem, if I had to pick 10 altcoins to hold for a couple of years, which would they be? And I chose Solana, Matic, Maker, Filecoin, Flow, Luna, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Cardano, Chainlink, and Helium. Why am I talking about this right now? Well, not only is it a good time to be dollar cost averaging long-term positions in Bitcoin, but there are a ton of opportunities within altcoins right now. And not only that, there was a very specific reason I chose these altcoins. One of the reasons I chose Helium and Filecoin specifically is because check out this study done by Masari updated April 1st, 2022, showing protocol revenues and Filecoin doing 1.4 billion in revenue for 2021, Helium $25 million in revenue for 2021. These are the only blockchain protocols doing actual revenue right now. Why is that important? Well, at this point, it is certainly not a bad idea to be dollar cost averaging into altcoins. Way better to enter long-term positions in Chainlink, for example, at $10 than $30 a year ago, right? And so equity markets are moving sideways today. Not much is happening with Bitcoin, but I wanted to mention those altcoin picks. Let's segue into our daily analysis. And I want to start off by Goldman Sachs posting this chart confirming their S&P 500 targets for this year at 4,700, meaning that they're expecting a full recovery for the equity markets to even potentially retest their previous all-time highs. By the end of this year, what would that mean for Bitcoin? Well, if we were to just look at Bitcoin's price action right now, we are below 38,000 US dollars. Why am I not concerned? Well, the reason we are seeing some short-term downside volatility for Bitcoin is because it is not performing as well against the S&P 500 over the last three daily candles. Why is that not a big deal? Well, just notice this. The S&P 500 has already tested its 100-week moving average, and Bitcoin has yet to do so. So what does that mean for the Bitcoin price? Well, in the more medium term, Bitcoin is certainly stronger than S&P 500, but what that would also put on the table is that if we did come down to test this 100-week moving average, showing confluence at 36,500, our major sniper support level, then that would be considered garden variety market behavior. So I wanna just make this clear, snipers, right now, being below 38,000 US dollars, the range support is 36,500, where we could expect volume to come in, and as long as we stay above 36,500, the range resistance right now is 38,000. If we can get above 38,000, that would be even better because it opens up the door to 42,000. But right now, we are playing inside of this range. Not a surprise, Bitcoin has been consolidating for a few months. And so at this point, as long as we stay inside of this range with a support of 36,500, resistance of 38,000, things are looking good. It doesn't look like the equity markets are ready to break down. As I mentioned yesterday, we had a potential bottom candle here to test the 100-week moving average with a very nice bullish wick. We saw a lot of volume coming to the end of the day for this price action. And so we could still assume more upside for equity markets. And then check this out. The Ethereum to Bitcoin chart, still a bullish puzzle piece. Nothing to worry about. Staying above the monthly open, above 72,000 Satoshis. It has not broke down yet. That is a bullish bias in the cryptocurrency market. And then one thing that I find really odd right now is the strength of the euro 
against the Russian ruble. You can see the Russian ruble is actually stronger against the US dollar as well right now. And this is coming after the invasion from Ukraine. I think that that is very interesting. I just wanted to throw that out there as a puzzle piece. Why is the ruble stronger from before the invasion right now after this invasion just shows you how things work out in the markets. I know we could put a lot of narratives to this like oil being sold in rubles now, but I think that it's very odd that the Russian ruble is showing more strength after the invasion against the US dollar than before the invasion. I definitely expect that to cool off soon. Why is that important? Well, we need the euro to start showing some strength because one of the puzzle pieces that we're monitoring right now is this euro to USD chart inversely correlated with the DXY. If we can start to see a reversal for euro to USD every time it's reversed like it did in 2017, it started a bullish rally in the cryptocurrency market. We've yet to see a reversal right now, but we know we're testing major support. We'll continue to monitor this. It's one of the bearish puzzle pieces that I'd like to see turn into a bullish puzzle piece. We can change the flag to green. But other than that, I would say that we could potentially say the S&P 500 right now is turning into a bullish puzzle piece. We will switch this to green because of the fact that we are not selling off over the last couple of days. We tested a major support and then we got some nice candle symmetry on the daily chart. So things are starting to shift in our favor. The S&P 500 now a bullish puzzle piece. DXY, I would say, isn't yet a bullish puzzle piece. It's going to have to also really determine uh, whether this is going to turn into a bullish puzzle piece is also going to be determined based on the euro to USD chart. But what I'd like to see is for the DXY to calm down and come down and test pretty much 100 where it's currently sitting at 103.483. And so I'd like to see that also turn into a bullish puzzle piece. And then other than that, I would also say that for Ethereum right now, the US dollar pairing, you can see it's certainly following Bitcoin right now. But what we'd like to just keep in mind right now is that we are testing the midpoint of its range because right now Ethereum is in a very large range with a resistance of 3454, a support of 1980. When you come to the midpoint of a range, a lot of times you will start to find some price action and volume and volatility at that area. As you can see happen in the past here around the $2,800 level where we're sitting now. And you can see we've had a lot of consolidation in the midpoint of this range. And so it's almost as if it's hitting some sort of a support level right now. But I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I'm heading out to dinner right now, so I didn't have much time. But those are some of the altcoins that I've chosen. I'll actually talk a little bit more about why I chose these altcoins before I wrap up this video. So you all know Helium, Filecoin, even Maker produces revenue. Maker Dow actually right now Based on its revenue, its price to earnings ratio is actually a little bit over where I'd like it to be. It's at 40 right now. They actually dropped in revenue, but at least it does generate revenue, which is why it's on my list. Solana and Matic, I believe a lot is coming for Matic over the next year. Solana doing very well with NFTs, doing over a billion volume already. So I think that that's a very good long-term hold. Flow has a very big influence inside of the NFT space as well. So I am expecting that as a nice NFT play. Luna, of course, another infrastructure project. Bitcoin Cash, this is more of a bias that I have personally. For some of my employees in Dubai, 
the exchanges in Dubai only accept Bitcoin Cash. So I know Bitcoin Lightning Network is a better, better solution, but Bitcoin Cash allows me to send transactions uh, a lot faster. And as a matter of fact, it's the only cryptocurrency other than like Ethereum, where there's a lot of gas fees to transfer that they can accept in Dubai. So it's a little bit of a bias for me to have Bitcoin Cash there, but it's certainly a very productive asset. And so for me, Bitcoin Cash is on my list. And we can also see here Ethereum, of course, Cardano, another major infrastructure project, I believe is very oversold, down 70% from its all-time highs. Chainlink, of course, at $10. Everyone was going crazy with Chainlink hitting $30. And, uh, and at $10, nobody wants to buy it. I think it's a great time to be entering into positions for Chainlink. A lot of blockchains use Chainlink. And so that's my list. Obviously, there's other altcoins. I'd love to hear what altcoins you guys are dollar cost averaging in in the comments below. And with that, thank you all for tuning into the Sniper's channel this Tuesday. Smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm if you support this content. And I will see you all on the Discord. Snipers, out. <laughs>